0: Welcome 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 everybody to another fun filled exciting and Facebook Live episode of Just on Podcast. This is Tom.
1: Hey, this is Ben.
0: Tom, how you doing, bud? I am doing absolutely fantastic and the usual Just on Podcast um, flavor. We're a few minutes late due to technical episode or episodes technical difficulties, but I mean, that's what we do. I mean, that—that that is what we do,
1: yeah. And it's okay. <laughs> but, Tom, my question for you, before we get too far into anything, because we really haven't told anybody what we're doing on this wonderful episode, do you think there's a parallel universe somewhere where the name of our show is just a podcast instead of just some podcast?
0: I had never considered that till you just said it. <laughs> but based on the information going I shouldn't say the information going into this episode the information reviewed for this episode I would have to say I give a full two thumbs up to the notion that there is a just a podcast out there
1: I think so and I think we still run that and there's probably some people who are like arguing about it now
0: yes they're asking right now is there another universe where there's a just some podcast
1: yes exactly So, how's your week been, sir?
0: Busy. Busy, but good. Um, just uh, seeing a mass influx of patients. I don't know where they're all coming from, but I'm glad they're wanting to be seen. And we're trying to take care of as many as possible. How are things where you're at?
1: Very busy, uh, which is a good thing. I mean, I'm not complaining. Uh, you know, Generally, we kind of see a, drip, a dip off in June and July with people going on vacation and people, you know, at the lake and everything, but really haven't seen much dip recently. It's still been just pretty busy.
0: Yeah. I, again, it's, it's a good problem to have, but it can be a pain in the butt sometimes when you feel yourself dipping ever more into the uh, black hole that is getting buried into charts. But again, wouldn't have it any other way. So glad to have the problem.
1: Well, so I alluded earlier to the, you know, alternate universe of just a podcast instead of just some podcast. So why don't you uh, break it down for everybody as to what we're going to be covering tonight?
0: Well, we're going to be talking about what is widely known, at least in our universe, is the Mandela Effect. And so a little brief um, ex- explanation of what that is. It started in roughly 2009 when a uh, reporter was talking at a conference and mentioned Nelson Mandela and his funeral. But multiple people came up to this person and said, I remember him dying in the 80s. And obviously the rest of the crowd was like, nope, but such a large group of people came up and were adamant. That they remembered the events behind Nelson Mandela so differently that this uh, reporter, and I can't remember her name right now, started a website and started talking about the Mandela effect. And people started coming forwards with more and more and more examples until finally a really good friend of mine, uh, Matt Mendoza, said, hey, hey. have you ever heard of, and I'm sure we'll get into it in a minute. And he brought something up and I was like, yeah, I absolutely knew for sure. I knew the answer until I Googled it. And basically the internet told me I was wrong. And so I got sucked into the Mandela effect myself.
1: And there you were.
0: <clears throat> and it's, you know, there I was,
1: it's a rabbit hole, especially a lot of these that we kind of looked at and got into. And now see the story that I had heard or read, was that it? Got his name, a person named by the name of Fiona Broom, who yes, is that's, identified that's her as a name, paranormal yeah. consultant, um, and she remembers Mandela dying in the 1980s in prison, although he lived until 2013. And so her speculation is that we're in alternate universes, and started the website and kind of went from there. Yeah. so,
0: so, and again, perhaps you know, paranormal investigator, but. You know i'd also read she was a reporter so maybe she was reporting on paranormal events that part i don't know and honestly it, it's kind of moot at this point that the fact is that she coined this term excuse me she coined this term and now it's really taken off and there is this plethora of theories and information and i think it's going to be fun to dig into both things that we may or may not remember accurately but, and they really fall into like three categories for me. And I don't know doing research, how you figured it out. But for me, there was things like, I'm like, no, I, I don't remember it that way. Or I agree with how history is telling me I should, you know, then I found the ones where I was like, no, I absolutely disagree. You know, like that is not how my childhood was. I don't remember that. But then I found a, a lot of them that I could explain like in my head, I was like, oh, Okay, I, I, I could see, like, I don't remember it that way, or I do remember it that way, but I could easily see both sides of the equation. So it, it was a fun journey, honestly. It's through your your memories and your childhood, as well as, you know, research for a show. So I had a good time doing it.
1: Yeah, no, it's been interesting, definitely. Um, and a lot of these I did know, but still some of them were just kind of odd. And we're going to get into those Um, There's also, I'm going to try, I I found an experiment and we all know how much we like to experiment on Tom. So we're going to uh, do this experiment later and see if we can induce a false memory in Tom, um, which I think will be interesting. What do you think about that?
0: I am excited and I'm sure I'm going to end up looking like a fool. And as we have found in our previous shows where I'm in pain, that equals ratings.
1: It does. It absolutely it does. does.
0: People love seeing me hurt or in pain or talking about being in pain. It's it's quite amazing, to be honest. And I, I also thought it was really interesting. You know, we still don't know. Well, we don't seem to know a lot about the human brain. And I don't mean you and I. I mean, you know, medicine. But what we do know about how memories are formed and then seeing how some of these could be misconstrued. was like oh okay i get it though i will say there's a few i'm like there's just not an answer yeah because and 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 for me here's the difference is that there are some things i'm like i'm not sure but i i really distinctly remember but there's a few of them and i'm sure it's the first one we're going to talk about that i'm just ironclad i'm like no bro i know what i know and that wasn't it and that's what blows it apart for me is like i said most of these I could concede to an argument that, sure, maybe I misunderstood it. I don't think so, but it's possible. But there's a couple I'm just like, mm kiss my ass. I know better. And they're just there, though. They're just there.
1: Well, hopefully our audience will uh, jump in with some comments as we get into some of those about their thoughts on them, if they believe that they are uh, what we've seen in the past or what we have now in, in this reality or, or what the case may be. But Tom, before we get into that, let's jump over into our story that you may have missed. Are you ready for that, sir?
0: I absolutely am.
1: So the story that uh, I found is that uh, the title is "Restrictions are easing up, but should you ease up on your hygiene practices?" and I don't think this means like wiping your ass and things of that nature. Oh, I'm glad you
0: clarified that.
1: I well, you know, just wanted to make sure. Um. But, you know, since the United States, the United Kingdom, several other countries are kind of gradually easing our pandemic restrictions. Mm-hmm. You know, the CDC has you know, made it so you don't have to wear a mask inside if you're vaccinated with other uh, individuals, things of that nature. The United Kingdom has had several uh, similar guidelines, but uh, the talk about ongoing adherence as far as hygiene is important. Um, because, again, we are still, it says, although vaccines are effective in preventing COVID-19 and possibly reducing the risk of spreading COVID, it remains unclear how long they are effective for and just how much they may reduce the risk for future, uh, for further transmission. And again, you know, vaccine rollouts are helping, but we're still in a pandemic. um, And it is including a steady stream of new variants Continues to circulate globally, causing new COVID-19 cases. So again, wash your damn hands, wear your mask when you need to, you know, all the stuff that we say at the end of this. What are your your thoughts on some of that, sir?
0: Well, you know, it kind of hits close to home for me currently because I actually, and I won't mention any names, but I just spoke to a friend of mine who was fully vaccinated is a ER nurse and they tested positive for COVID. Oh, wow. They are one of the small percentage of people that even with the COVID-19 vaccine, they were still susceptible and they came down with the infection. Uh, luckily, everything turned out well. They didn't
1: Good. you know,
0: have any major side effects or damage, but it still really rang true. Like this is still there. Like it's still out there. It's still causing problems. And I just am terrified to be honest in some ways that if we don't continue to take this serious, we're going to look at a third, fourth, you know, wave and deal with the repercussions of all that.
1: Well, I mean, I certainly hope not, but yeah, I, I could understand your, you know, your concerns, obviously. And, you know, I mean, I hope that people continue to get vaccinated and that we can kind of continue to ease restrictions and, you know, quote unquote, get back to a normal life, whatever normal may be. Yeah. Um,
0: what you know, What is normal anymore now?
1: It's a setting on a washing machine. That's what I tell my patients frequently, but, you know, <laughs> it's, it's not all it is anymore. So. Yeah. <clears throat> well, Tom, normally here's where we would take a break and we would talk about our... Uh, Sponsor, or we can at least play the commercial for the sponsor. But, you know, mm-hmm. it's live, so we're not going to do that. I'm going to just kind of talk briefly. Um I've actually gotten to do some uh, financial planning with Scott, and it's been great. Um It really kind of opens up your eyes to a lot of questions that you may not have thought about or some situations that you may not have thought about. And apparently, um my collection of pogs from the 90s and my stay by the bell that are all on VHS tapes is not going to be enough planning for my retirement. So you know, who knew? Yeah, <laughs> uh,
0: I'm I'm planning on talking to Scott myself, and I'm just wondering if the once a week I buy lottery tickets is going to hold firm as a uh, viable retirement plan.
1: I'm going to bet not, but. It's just some you of our bet listeners.
0: that until I win.
1: <laughs> true, true. But for the rest of our listeners that are out there, Scott can uh, check your vitals. He does work uh, primarily with nurse practitioners and nurse practitioner students. So you can find him on his website. It is mynpadvisor.com slash podcast. Again, that's my mynpadvisor.com slash podcast. Tell him just some podcasts, did not you? Tom, let's uh, let's get into some of these uh, Mandela effects and let's have some fun with this.
0: I'm ready.
1: Should we should we talk about the one that that, as you say, kind of started it for for you? you know what? For a I, lot of people, or do you want to wait on that one?
0: You know, I am fine with starting with it because that's like the big one, and we're going to spend a, some time talking about it. Um, However, I do have, and I had to pull it up on a separate electronic device just so I can track everything. But there are several. I'm like, yeah, we're gonna have to talk about this. But well, I'm good with that. Let's start. Let's start with the bears.
1: The bears, yeah. The so,
0: bears.
1: <clears throat> Tom, apparently, yes, in this reality that we live in currently, and according to everything that we are able to find, it has always been the burn stain. Bears. S t a i n.
0: Incorrect. <laughs> you can spell it all you want, but it's a false spelling to me.
1: I, well, I understand that. That is the. <clears throat> that is the line that uh, is being toted. That uh, it is the Bernstein Bears, not the Bernstein Bears. I'm in agreement with you. I remember the Bernstein Bears.
0: Yeah. So, just because I have all the exact spelling, this is this is the way they're trying to this is how the matrix is trying to tell me that it's spelled b-e-r-e-n-s-t-a-i-n and i distinctly remember it being spelled as b-e-r-e-n-s-t-e-i-n and as i said before a good friend of mine matt one day just text me he's like hey do you remember the uh, berenstein bears i was like yeah I, I think everybody in that roughly 30 to 50 year old age yeah. range somewhere yeah. around in there 35 45 whatever you want to say they, they vaguely remember but they remember these books and i do i remember those books very very well as a kid and he's like no i'm like what do you mean no <laughs> and, and it was and then it became the by the way that's not what it's called. And so then he started to describe to me, you know, the, the thing that we're talking about today that um, history actually shows that it's always been sold with an A. I'm like, uh, bullshit. I remember, you know, and he's like, no. And so I started Googling and I started the rabbit hole myself and lo and behold, they're trying to tell me. That it's spelled with an A, and um, this is this is obviously one of the ones where I'm like, no, right? You know, I I don't care. I don't care what type type of memory issue people are trying to say there is. I don't believe myself and a billion other people got this one wrong. I just don't like. There's clearly something wrong here. That to me,
1: well, and maybe there is, but apparently. No, Tom. It's the Bernstein Bears. Incorrect, um, sir. Even though I think there's even an episode of The Simpsons that uh, they have, they hold up a book that says the Bernstein Bears. Um, so I mean, you can hold on to that as far as your uh, you know possible proof.
0: When it comes to time traveling and predicting the future, the Simpsons have pretty much shown that they got the lock on that. So if they're saying it's Bernstein Bears, then it's clearly yeah. what it is.
1: That is true, which is a little weird if you think about it, though.
0: But this is, goes back to me, to one of those, well, because if you do 10,000 episodes, like whatever they're at, you know, 30 years, if you say enough stuff, even if it's wacky, some of it's going to hit, True. though, I will say they did an episode where they showed Donald Trump coming down an escalator to announce that he was running for president. And then that's what he did, like, 25 years later, I'm like, that's a little creepy, but you know, I don't think he did that for marketing. So I'm like, oh, but yeah, I, I just distinctly remember being a child. I remember these books. And again, as we're going to talk about with memory, you know, issues, maybe I'm convincing myself of that, but I, I don't like, there are some things I'm like, well, maybe, but this is not one of them. This is one of the, no, that was an E bro. I know, I know what I know, and that was an E.
1: Well, how about this one? And I'm sure you may have seen this one too. Um, Rich Uncle uh, Moneybags, uh, the Monopoly Man, mm-hmm. no monocle.
0: I yeah.
1: can't remember though the monocle,
0: exactly. Now, this is another one that I, I stand mm-hmm. pretty firm on.
1: Um. Matter of fact, I think it was even like I think Jim Carrey did a bit in like Ace Ventura maybe where he uh, yes. article and he acted like the Monopoly Man. I mean, so. yes, I
0: think he even said that I'm the Monopoly Man. <laughs> right. It threw it throws like the little guy over his shoulder and starts acting like the <laughs> old uh, rich guy on his shoulders was a fox and, and parading him around. Yep. Um and it was weird. So in my research, um I somehow got on to there's an entire there's an entire multiple subreddits about the Mandela effect. Mm -hmm. And one of the posts I was reading was a young lady who talked about, you know, she grew up as an only kid. So she said, heck, sometimes she played Monopoly against herself. You know, she just happened to be good at it. So that's the game she stuck to. And she was like, no, I played that game for hours, for years. You know, hours per week for multiple years she's like i am telling you there was a monocle on that guy's face it was on the get out of jail or yeah like one of the cards like yeah cross boardwalk she's like that guy clear as day had a monocle on his face and and this is one of those ones where I distinctly remember and I was like, oh, do I really remember enough? I don't think I'd fight you over it. embarrassing bears. I'd fight anybody. <laughs> you could put the president in front of me. I'm like, I want to fight you over this. Like, I'll punch you in the face. Mm-hmm. i like, you, this is clearly embarrassing bears territory. Um, this is another one I feel really strongly about, but I'm like, there's that 1% of doubt. Right. But I, I, I really liked Monopoly growing up as a kid. As a matter of fact, that family reunion is now barred. Um, From us playing Monopoly So you know there's Some hostility in our family we have issues But um, yeah we've played A lot of Monopoly and I really remember The Monocle
1: Uh, Yeah I mean again I'm with you Another one that really blew my mind Tom um, And I don't know if you've seen This one or not the Ford logo
0: No I haven't seen this one
1: The Ford logo There There's a curly wave at the End of the F like the Correct. line that goes through to draw the F.
0: Uh-huh.
1: But in re I mean, uh most people don't think that it's there.
0: Oh, that <laughs> see, that's one of those ones I'm like, yeah, I own a couple Fords. So yeah, but it's see, there. I
1: don't remember I, I I can vividly remember it just being a line straight across for the F, not a curly Q line
0: sure i i remember i mean i don't know i guess maybe i'm misunderstanding because i'm not looking at the same picture you're looking at but i really remember that curl being there
1: well here let me uh i'll send you this picture i'll text it to you okay and we can go on to the next one and then you can look at it
0: well let me Uh, let me do one here so this is one of the ones where i uh again like the Ford symbol i don't remember is a lot of people were flipping out and saying that Jif peanut butter. Yep. Was actually at some point Jiffy. Yep. And, and, I, and I think
1: I can remember that, but I mean, again, that's not one that I would fight you over.
0: Yeah. But yeah, but see, that's the thing is, I remember as Jif, J I F. I don't remember it ever being the full Jiffy. Now, I remember people, and see, this is one of those ones where I could see how there's a mistake because most people I, you know, wouldn't say Jiff; They'd say, give me some Jiffy peanut butter. So, because that's my preferred brand, actually. So it, it's one of those things like I can understand how people would or would not think that. But I only remember the three letter Jif.
1: Hmm. I don't know. I. Again, you
0: vaguely remember, like, Jiffy? Yeah,
1: I mean, I think that I do. Um, but see,
0: and again, this might be one of those schema because there's Skippy peanut butter. True. And so, you and,
1: made and think so you're kind of... You know, kind yeah,
0: and, and so that's what I'm saying, is this is one of those ones where I don't remember it that way, but I could see 50-50. Like, oh, I, I could see, but I think I know why. I think this is one of those memory tricks for this one.
1: Um. What about Mr. Rogers' theme song? It even got... blew
0: my mind. Right? Yeah.
1: The lyrics, as we all remember it, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Right?
0: Yeah. And that's it. I sang that song a lot when I was a kid. And I I drank a lot of grape Kool-Aid out of a glass watching that show.
1: Well, you drank the wrong Kool-Aid, apparently. Incorrect, sir. The lyric is actually... It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. Look at that. Even, no. even Mr. No. Rogers got affected by the Mandela effect.
0: Yeah. Again, I don't, I don't buy it. I. It's. This is a this. I'm telling you there, there's this. Mm-hmm. Um, again, that's iconic. I sang that song. I've sang that song to my child. Yeah. Like, don't come back and tell me that it's not this it's this no the, or in the sorry it's a yeah. beautiful day in the neighborhood yeah yes yeah yeah now yes. look you know you're yeah well that's just a miscue on i'm just saying i know what i what i know and that's a beautiful day in the neighborhood it's not it's a
1: beautiful day in the neighborhood yep yes exactly
0: all right so here's another one from childhood and i went I feel very strongly about but I wasn't again this one's even less like than the monopoly guy. I would be like oh I'm more like 95% so that's a larger margin of error but I still feel really strongly about it. And I even asked um some other people and they're like no I remember the way you remember it. Curious George. Yeah. The monkey? Yep. Yep. Tail or no tail?
1: I can remember a tail but I know that he answered the answer Yes. No yes. <laughs>
0: And people are trying to tell me that Curious George doesn't have a tail. And I'm like, he is a damn monkey.
1: What what kind of monkey don't get a tail?
0: (laughs) Exactly. I didn't say chimpanzee or gorilla. I said monkey. He's a monkey. Monkeys have tails. Curious George is a monkey. Ergo, tail. And they're trying, "Mm I don't like that bullshit. I know he had a tail. Don't tell me about that. So, see, it's getting thick. (laughs) It's getting thick with the how things go. Um,
1: what about Risky Business, Tom? Have you seen it? So,
0: yes. So this you know, is I, one of the ones I went down when I saw some explanation on it. I was like, oh, that does make sense. And it, it has been quite a while since I've seen that movie. Great movie. If you've never seen Risky Business, you absolutely should.
1: It, you should. And and you know, with movies, I can almost understand because you're pulling out – Small bits of uh, a an, flash uh, movie. That yeah, have, yeah. So I mean, some of these I can understand, but I still vividly remember this one.
0: So go ahead and tell everybody that's listening.
1: So there's a scene where Tom Cruise comes sliding out. Um, he's wearing a button-down shirt. He's wearing white underwear and a pair of sunglasses. But oh wait, he's not wearing sunglasses
0: apparently. But see, I can vividly remember remember
1: the sunglasses.
0: So, So first of all, so can I, but there are also multiple, multiple, multiple scenes for what I was reading, like explaining how this one could have been mistaken, where he is wearing the iconic black Ray-Ban sunglasses that we remember him wearing. Well, he did wear them, just not in that scene. I remember the way you do. I really do. But then reading it, I was like, oh, crap. Is that what it is? Like you're just thinking of other parts of the movie, so your your brain just automatically fills in that part of the story, which again can be a large, you know, issue with the Mandela effect, and that's one of the things that can get you is that people start going, "Oh, you know, I know this," but what they're really doing is they're filling in parts of the story with their brain from the other parts which is a a common memory error and that's part of what people are contributing the mandela effect to and there's a term for it that i'm looking for and if i was a prepared podcast host Mm -hmm. i would already had it
1: well i'd so i'd seen a couple of things as far as what could potentially cause mandela effect so we'll go into that and then we can jump back into a few more Mm -hmm. um You know, they say the one way to describe it is collective false memories. It's a large group of people collectively um, always say a particular saying or memory in a certain way, when in reality, it's in truth is different from the memory. Um, Conspiracy theorists believe that the Mandela effect is an example of alternate universes present in society. Um, However, there are some other um, explanations that uh, can cause the falseness. Uh, One of them is confabulation.
0: Uh, that's the word is. that's the one i'm thinking of
1: yeah which is honest lying it's basically a person creates a false memory without intending to lie or deceive others and instead they're attempting to fill in the gaps in their own memory um says so many examples of mandela effect are close to the original or true memory some researchers believe the people or even large groups of people use confabulation to remember what they feel like is the most likely uh, set of events
0: and that fits in with one of the other um, articles I was reading on this, which was really interesting. And it's about how we form memories, not just that your brain will fill in parts to create that gap, which honestly, we have talked about on this show before, where if you don't know exactly, your brain will start telling you things and you just kind of fill in the gaps. That's just how your brain works. And we've talked about that. Um, it was really interesting to learn about, and I'm maybe I'm mispronouncing this, but schemas. S-C-H-E-M-A-S. And so one of the understandings we're having about how the human brain works as far as not only making memories but retrieving them is it doesn't make a whole new neuron for every memory. That's just not how it works. So we'll say U.S. presidents, for example, because that was a really good example I read about. You don't individually make a new neuron for each president. What happens is you make a couple neurons and then you store everything you know about us presidents in those neurons so when your brain goes hey i need to access something about a u.s president it goes to that schema or that set of neurons and so what can happen is is when you have a bunch of memories floating in there your brain goes risky business he was wearing sunglasses that's in the risky business schema and so your brain just goes oh he was wearing sunglasses in the the dancing scene when he may not have and so that is a really interesting way about how your memory works. And I did, you know, I learned a lot about memory, <laughs> reading about the Mandela effect. And I did not realize there was, you know, that advancement we had figured out like, hey, there's whole pockets of your brain that store specific groups of memories. And then like a card catalog, your brain just starts picking out from that individual schema. So that was a really cool thing to learn about while, while researching for this.
1: Uh, that is kind of interesting. Um, the other thing that I read that I thought was kind of interesting, and there's a lot of controversy behind this, um, which is basically it's, it's false memories. Um, and so there's – this does not have DSM-5 criteria. It is not currently recognized in, as an ICD-10 or as a psychiatric illness in any way, but
0: – Oh, psychiatric illness? Yeah, Mandela effect will end up being one.
1: Well, no, uh, what I'm talking about is false memory syndrome.
0: No, I know, but I'm just saying, eventually, we're going to have to, this is going to be an ICD-10 code.
1: You think so? <laughs>
0: yes, I think so. There's one There's one or two separate ICD-10 codes for duck bites, so I'm fairly certain Mandela effect is going to find its way into ICD-10.
1: Well, I mean, it very well could. Yeah. So, uh, false memory syndrome is a condition in which a person's identity and relationships are affected by false memories, uh, recollections that are factually incorrect yet strongly believed. Um, there's a actually a false memory syndrome foundation uh, that was popularized. And it basically says that uh, individuals can hold false memories and the role that outside influence can play on their formation is widely accepted by scientists. However, again, it does not currently recognize it as a psychiatric illness. Um, it is not a, in an ICD-10 or DSM-5. So, you know, and I said there's a lot of Controversy with that because it talks about um, sexual abuse cases and things of that nature and are, you know, are we subjecting people, to, you know, basically are we implanting false memories versus them truly having false memories. So uh, it was interesting to read.
0: And again, now that we're starting to learn more about how memories are formed, I can see how some of that all fits together.
1: So uh let's see a few more let's jump into some more of these uh mandela effects tom uh the other ones the f- uh fruit of a loom
0: yeah that's that's a big one for me and that's one i feel really strongly about
1: so do you so i remember the logo having the cornucopia with the fruit spilling out yep. of it uh, yep however and the correct way that it is, is just basically a pile of fruit. It does not have the cornucopia there at all.
0: I don't believe that. (laughs) I used to have fruit of the loom underwear for a long time. And I'm telling you that cornucopia (laughs) that was on the tag or that was part of this, this whole brand. I don't believe I, I it's just too ingrained in my brain. And there are, like I said, the, even the risky business thing, I can like oh I feel like I remember it that way, but I can understand this is not one of them. I'm like no, why would my brain put an object in there? No, mm-mm. there was a cornucopia in there.
1: I, yeah, I don't I don't understand how it would be different. I guess I don't know. Um, I know we have a bunch of like movie lines ones that we want to do too. The other one though that I found that just really made me question. My sanity and reality as I know it. Okay. Ed McMahon.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The- I know where you're going. Go. Yeah.
1: Do you I mean, so it talks about there's vivid memories of Ed McMahon, you know, showing up on people's doorsteps with publishers' clearinghouse sweepstakes. And you know, there was such that that tie to Ed McMahon and publishers' clearinghouse. You know, you'd get that envelope and be like, oh, Ed McMahon's saying I'm gonna win twenty million dollars. Yeah. He was not part of Publishers Clearinghouse, um, according to current reality, which is so weird for me to say anyway. But yeah, um, he actually endorsed the American Family Publishers, which is a rival sweep state promotion, and he never once appeared on camera for it.
0: And that does not make any sense because, like. That's what I associated Ed McMahon with. Like I, rem- I'm old enough. I remember the Johnny Carson show.
1: Right, right.
0: But that's what I remember Ed McMahon about. I mean, I remember there's jokes about that in movies, like Ed McMahon's gonna bring me my money. Yeah. Like from, how, how? From
1: I clearing clearinghouse.
0: Yes. So that's a very vivid. I. Oh, sorry. We we have some comments. <laughs> It just stop me for a second. I'll talk about it here in a minute. But yeah, the Ed McMahon um, is just ingrained in my head as with the Publisher's Clearing House. And if you win, you got to meet Ed McMahon when he brought you that big check.
1: But apparently we're all wrong, Tom. I don't know.
0: Uh, well, just so everybody who's going to be listening to this at a later date or is just hearing it, There is video of this going out live on Facebook and in the background, one of my pictures is crooked and someone took the time to comment on how the crooked picture in the background is driving everybody crazy. So I thought that was really funny. It just made me stop and laugh for a second. So thank you, Jason. Now everybody's going to get to hear about it. And now people with OCD are going to have to sit there and imagine it, which is probably and even worse torture than just seeing it. They have to sit there and imagine their own crooked picture. Now here, here's a good one. Um, And this is not one of the ones I was like, oh, I remember it one way, but it says it's not. And it could go either way for me, the show sexed in the city.
1: Yeah, and again, it's not one I would fight you over by any means.
0: Yes, but I distinctly remember, and I watched some episodes, you know, on HBO, and I just swore up and down. It was sex in the city.
1: Yeah.
0: But it's, they're saying, no, I made that all up. It's sex and the city, which honestly makes sense, (laughs) you know, but to me, both made sense. So I guess I never questioned it. Yeah. Yes, but. And, and perhaps this is one of those, everybody said it around you, and we just said sex in the city, so I just thought it was sex in the city. But no, it's like, no, it's clearly sex and the city, and you're crazy.
1: Well, Tom, I think one of the most famous lines of any movie.
0: I know where you're going. Yeah, I know yeah. you do. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I got the the nice asthma, you know, Darth Vader voice anyway. But, you know, it's the, Luke, I am your father. Yeah. But it's not. It's not. It is, no.
0: I am am your father." father. So this is one of those rare cases where... I know people said it was Luke. I am your father. And honestly, I'm a huge star Wars fan. And there's parts of me that I would say, Luke, is your father, but no, when you watch the movie, I, I don't get me wrong. This is one of those. I remember, you know, Luke is your father. But again, I think that's because you repeat it so often. That's what it becomes. But when you watch the movie, no, it is. No, I am your father. And then Luke's like, no, and starts screaming to the heavens. And, Then, you know, that movie is roughly over that. That wasn't the one I thought you were going to say. Here's one that blew my mind. One of the most iconic movies sayings ever apparently is completely made up. Okay. In Silence of the Lambs, Mm -hmm. Hannibal Lecter apparently never says, hello, Clarice.
1: No, you got to say it like, hello, Clarice. You gotta, yeah, I
0: can't. You gotta, I, I, gotta I would do it. it the, I can't. I There's no way I would do it any justice. So I just, yo, they are trying to tell me. This is one of those ones where I'm like, I don't know, bro. Like, I feel pretty strongly about this one that he never says hello, Clarice to her, that he just says good morning. And I'm like, that doesn't even make sense in my brain. Like, no. I'm like, I don't even know how I could have misheard that. Like, it was hello, Clarice. Yeah, it was hello,
1: Clarice. And, you know, yes. Like, I want to eat his, uh, yeah, eat his liver with some fava beans and a nice yeah. Chianti.
0: Yeah. Next thing you're gonna say, he said it was with lima beans, and I'm gonna be like, look, you're a lying jerk, and I'll punch <laughs> you in the face if you, if somebody tries to tell me he didn't say Chianti beans, I'm just gonna be like, yeah, but no, they're telling me that he never says that, that he just says good morning, and that's the crazy part about the Mandela effect for those that are going to watch it later. And they're going to be like, well, no, he, it does say good morning, but that's the thing is that if we're all right to people that believe the theory, then we're in a parallel universe. So I can't go back and prove it to you anyways. True. So that is the truly maddening thing to me about this is even though collectively, we all remember it some way, there's no way for me to prove what I know.
1: Because we're in an alternate reality. Yes,
0: because we have switched timelines, according to the theory.
1: The other one that I, you know, the most, one of the iconic lines, life is like a box of chocolates.
0: Yeah, this one, again, I'm willing to punch people in the face over. (laughs)
1: Life is like a box of chocolates is not the line. The line actually is, life was like a box of chocolates. Which so doesn't make you,
0: any sense to me. Yeah. First of all, that doesn't make any sense. And second of all, again, I don't know who is trying to tell me that it was life was like a box of chocolates. You, sir, are wrong. And here is a little known fact. Um, there was those restaurants called the Bubba Gump Shrimp Companies. I actually think there's still some around. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty but, sure. Towards the end of your meal, sometimes the waiters and stuff like that would come and ask your table some questions from the show, right? And, of course, most of the time people got them wrong, so they just went on. What I found out was, and this was at the uh, Bubblegum Shrimp Company in downtown Honolulu, Hawaii, was that if you answer enough right, they go get the next person and the next person and the next person until somebody way up the chain comes out and asks you some ridiculous questions, about that show and i was really good at remembering stuff from forrest gump because i really like that movie and i will tell you right now that is complete bs it is life is like a box of chocolates that as a matter of fact they never even asked that as a question as a trivia thing you know why because they know it's wrong it's life is like a box of chocolates if they had said uh sir you got that question wrong it's life is was like a box of chocolates. I would stand up and say, no, sir, throw my food down and walk out of the restaurant. Like, no, that doesn't even make like you said, it doesn't even make sense. No, it, it doesn't, doesn't make sense even make sense. So um, uh, it, it's another one of those things that. Uh, I, I can't I can't reconcile it because it's so deeply ingrained. Yeah, you know, like the Berenstain Bears. This is is one of those ones where I'm like. No, no, I've heard that line myself out of Tom Hanks's face like it is. Life is like a box of chocolates. Because that's what he's talking about. My mom always said. Yeah, and why would life is like a. Yeah, so why would his mom say something in the present or presently to a child in the past? Like, no. It doesn't even make sense to try and explain it like that. Like, hey, son, I need you to do something past tense, but do it now. My kid would just look at me like you're a moron. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, wow. because only a moron would think life was like a box of chocolates was the correct line.
1: I like how you uh, <laughs> they prologue. They're like, uh, oh, no. <laughs> and I'm
0: like my brain, my brain just stopped. It's like, stop, Tom. You can't do this. You can't. You're gonna yeah, and it's correct. I can't. So here's one that blew my mind. Okay, and and there is a caveat to it. But I mean, I'm like, the song "We Are the Champions" by Queen. Have you read this one?
1: Yeah, I did. Yeah.
0: What's the famous last words of Freddie Mercury singing that song? Of the world. Every person I know you when you're singing in the shower, that's what you belled out at the end of the world. Apparently, that never happened.
1: Yeah, which is weird.
0: I'm like, how could every person that's ever heard Queen sing know that after you say we are the champions on the last verse, you belled out? We are the of the world. But they're trying to tell you that's that's not it. So here's the caveat is that apparently they're saying he did say it one time on a live rendition of it, but that's it. And I'm like, well, no, no, that's not, they didn't apply the, the live version on the radio. I know what I heard singing it in my car at full volume while I'm flying down the highway (laughs) and it was of the world and you're trying to tell me it isn't. And that is also incorrect
1: completely and totally incorrect I agree completely of the world yeah uh, so Tom I don't know if you looked at this because uh, you know, we're kind of getting toward needing to wrap things up here before we get into I don't think experiment so with you
0: I don't think so I think we got a lot to talk about here Ben
1: <laughs> have you seen and this was a series of tweets that happened in 2019 by a gentleman by the name of Nick Hinton. Um, his Twitter handle is at Nick Hinton H-I-N-T-O-N-N it's a conspiracy theory that the world ended in 2012 and this is why we've had all these uh, all these Mandela effects basically so in uh, 2012 the uh, CERN
0: Oh, Finally yeah, found yeah, yeah. the Higgs
1: boson particle, yes, yes, otherwise known as the God the God particle. particle, yeah. And Stephen Hawking was quoted as saying, predicted that this could destroy the universe, um, or in his own words, cause the universe to quote, undergo a catastrophic vacuum decay unquote. Um, and he and this gentleman, Nick Hinton, says, you know, well, what had happened had we destroyed the universe? You know, did we create a black hole that got it sucked in and nobody's really noticed? And he says there's an old cliche argument that nothing has quote unquote felt right since 2012. And so then he goes on to talk about a lot of the Mandela effects, like the Bernstein bears versus the Bernstein bears. um, Looney Tunes, things of that nature. But um, And then the other one that I thought was interesting, um, the Statue of Liberty. The people have posted pictures of looking out from the torch of the Statue of Liberty, but that the Statue of Liberty's torch has actually been closed to the public since World War I. Whoa.
0: Okay, so I was going to say I know that there's an observatory up there, but I I understood that for a long period of time it had been shut down, but I was thinking like 80s. I wasn't thinking world war one
1: so you know th- their speculation will basically be that we have that in 2012 somehow the god particle has ripped us into a okay. different timeline
0: so, so discovering the particle that presents mass i don't i i i understand the cern Because I, but I've heard it for other things. I've never heard it for the Higgs boson, which again, makes me think, but for that whole theory, um, and again, Um, I, I'm not a trained astrophysicist. Yeah. I gonna say I'm not a trained astrophysicist, but I'm going to say that I don't think discovering a Higgs boson is the same as, you know, creating a black hole and sucking the universe backwards in time. Like I just, it doesn't make, there's not enough meat on that bone for me to go. That's possible. It seems more likely to me that it was when people started drinking seltzer beer.
1: No, it was well before that.
0: Yeah. No, it, you know, seltzer beer is what did it or Harambe. I also heard that one after they shot Harambe in the zoo.
1: No, it was again before that. I mean, I can remember the Bernstein bears thing well before
0: that. Okay, I'm just telling you things I've read. People are like, well, ever since.
1: 2012 is when the world split and we're in an alternate universe from that point on.
0: Okay, but again, okay, hold on. We'll talk about this off the air because otherwise I'm going to get out a whole tangent about astrophysics here. But I'm just saying I don't find a lot of credibility just based on, again, a trivial amount to what there really is, okay? The amount of knowledge I have compared to what actually exists on CERN is minuscule and i get that but i'm still willing to bet that fighting the higgs boson is it what caused me to not remember a cornucopia in the background of the fruit of the looms i'm just willing to take that bet
1: and the uh you know the official story is that the uh, the cern super collider is not responsible for the rip in the space-time continuum
0: well, of course um, cern's gonna say that <laughs>
1: Uh, it's not just CERN; It's everybody. You, you, other physicists basically just said this is a conspiracy theory. Yeah. So, you know, what do you believe? I mean, you know, I, I, I don't side with conspiracy theorists, but you got to admit, shit's been a little weird since 2012.
0: Okay. Shit has been weird. And let's, let's go over to this one. This one blew my mind. I want to talk about this one. Just like the, we are the world or not. We are the world uh, champions of the world. Yeah. There was a famous cartoon character to teach you about fire safety yes as a child what was that that character's name smoky the bear yeah except they're trying to tell me that's not what his name was
1: it's smoky the bear
0: it is smoky the bear you and i both know that smoky the bear every legitimate human being on earth knows it's smoky the bear but they're trying to say his name was smoky bear now this is one of those times where I'm like, I'm willing to concede that maybe, well, I'm not willing to concede. I'm I'm saying I can understand how f- this is one of those examples where maybe we added the, but I don't, I also don't buy it because this has also been ubiquitous. Like every person knows Smokey the Bear. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just like, no, it's always been Smokey the Bear. Don't tell me it's Smokey Bear, because that's not we. No person's ever called him Smokey Bear. It's been Smokey the Bear since he was first put on a piece of paper. So Smokey the Bear. Yeah, exactly. So you can Um, call him whatever you want. Uh, You can call him, but he's still Smokey the Bear. Like That's why I'm calling him. I'm calling him right.
1: What about the Lindbergh baby, Tom?
0: You know, that's one of those I don't know enough about the Lindbergh baby situation. I mean, I know exactly what is getting at but i'm not as as heavily invested in the lindbergh baby to to make this but go ahead and tell them
1: well and the only reason you know there's a bunch of jokes that are out there you know like i, I think you can to just like jim carrey you know um, may have been a movie he was in where he's like you know i took the lindbergh baby
0: yeah where he was like
1: you know so you know charles lindbergh's 20-month-old child was abducted in 1932 um become a widespread media sensation Uh, There are lots of people who still speculate that that case is yet to be solved, although apparently that's not true. The child's remains were found a couple months later. The killer was convicted and then put on death row. But again, people seem to remember that the Lindbergh baby kidnapping was never solved.
0: Yes. And uh, honestly, that's that's what I was going to say is that's how I remember it is that nobody ever found him. But at the same time, I'm not really that well-versed on the Lindbergh baby. So could they have found him? And I just didn't know it. Sure. I was willing to concede that one. That was that that one fell squarely in the, eh, could be. I just don't know enough. Here's one. I, I know how I say it, but I can see how maybe it got misconstrued. Is Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Okay. What does she say when she looks... At the mirror. Oh, I do remember
1: this one now. Okay. Um, I remember mirror, mirror on the wall.
0: And so does every other human being on earth that has ever watched Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. But what they're trying to tell me is that actually the line was magic mirror on the wall. And so it's one of those I'm willing to go, perhaps we misheard it, but I've watched, I have sisters. I've seen a lot of Disney movies including Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, lots of times. And I just distinctly remember it. It was always mirror, mirror on the wall. But yet I can see how you could hear magic mirror on the wall and say just in your head, say mirror, mirror. But it still just feels wrong. You know, even though I'm willing to accept that it's possibly wrong, it just doesn't feel right to say magic mirror on the wall versus mirror, mirror.
1: I agree with you. I agree. Um, you got any more big ones that you want to talk about before we try to induce
0: two, two more? Well, actually, let, let me rephrase that: three more, but they're all food-related. Okay, so we can go through these ones quick.
1: You good. Yeah, go ahead.
0: Spell Oscar Meyer.
1: My baloney has a first name. It's O S C A R. My baloney has a second name. It's M E Y E R. I think. <laughs>
0: That's how I would say it too, but history is trying to tell me that it's M A Y E R. I'm like, bull crap. I have sang that song out a bunch of times in my head. It's M-E-Y-E-R. But no, they're saying that's wrong. This A E juxtaposition happened again, just like Berenstein Bears. They're trying to take it from our baloney now, too. I don't I just don't get it. Um, this one I'm willing to fight you on.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Kit Kat. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: They're saying, do you remember it with or without a hyphen?
1: I, I seem to remember a hyphen. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And every person I know, including my wife, looked at me like, no, there's a hyphen. I'm like, no, I'm telling you, they're saying there isn't. But there is or was if, the, if that if I go buy one tomorrow and it's not there, I will throw a fit in the store (laughs) because i'm telling you i've eaten a lot of kit kats and i'm telling you there's distinctly remembering there being a hyphen in kit kat but they're saying there isn't and the last one and this one also just screwed me up cheese it's yeah even when you say cheese it's you say say it's, it's yeah and they're like no it's cheese it i'm like there's a z at the end of that and nope nope they're 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 holding on tight to the there's no z and i'm like but there is there is a z there is a z i did find it interesting one last little side note and then we can get to the experiment so no you're good is uh and i've never heard of this and some of these i'd heard of before um but I find it interesting that today is the anniversary of the Tiananmen square. We're probably never going to get the show on the air now <laughs> because I just mentioned that, but today is the anniversary of the Tiananmen square massacre. And there are people that remember the video, the famous tank man video. Yeah. They remember it different. I read it. I read the reddits. I read the posts where people were like, no, I don't remember him just standing there. Like I remember him like running off and all this other stuff. I'm like, Then you're you saw a different video than what the rest of the world remembers. I mean, if you ever saw the man in the mirror video by Michael Jackson, you saw that footage, and so many people remember it different, and that blows my mind. But again, I was a kid when that one came out, so I was like, I remember it. I saw that video a bunch of times, but I wasn't willing to like stand firm on it. Like, I was like, Cheez Its, I'm like someone needs a someone needs a throat punch if they come at me and say cheese it. Nah nah bro. Again a teeth clicker. You come at me and don't say a Z at the end of that. I'm just throwing it out there. Just throwing it out there huh? <laughs> just saying. <clears throat> it's a thing. All right, sir. So is there any other big ones?
1: No, I don't believe that I <laughs> I had any more
0: <laughs> so again for the people that are going to be listening to this that are not watching it live. Um Jason, a long-time listener, no-time caller, is uh, commenting on the live cast again, and he says he remembers M-A-Y-E-R, but he's full of baloney, so perhaps that's why he's incorrect (laughs) on that one, and then he says, do not go buy a KitKat, there's no hyphen, I'm not saying, Jason, that there is not currently a hyphen, what I am saying is that me, Ben, my wife and every other person I know when asked about it, go, Oh, there's a hyphen. Like we all distinctly remember. So yes, that's the Mandela effect, you know, effect. (laughs) There you go of what we remember is not matching up to what we're physically holding, seeing, or listening to. So I know you think you remember that, but you're also like, uh, Ben, do you remember how old Jason is? I'm thinking based on that picture, he's like 74. So I don't know that his memory is the most appropriate for witness slash evidence.
1: Well, speaking of memory, Tom, because we're going to segue away from insulting Jason. (laughs) Um, So I found an interesting experiment and I thought we would try it on you to see if we can induce a false memory in you. So this is the deese rodiger mcdermott task. And this is a false memory paradigm in which subjects are presented with lists of semantically related words and encoding. After delay, they're asked to recall or recognize these words. In the recognition memory version of the task, um, they're asked uh, whether they remember previously presented words. And that's okay. kind of what I explained to you briefly earlier. Um, and you have not looked this at this, that we've not, none of nope. this is, you know, this is legit. We're live
0: legit. on the air. Yeah. Yep. I know no pre-planning. He just told me he was going to pull a test on me. That's all he really said.
1: So we're going to see if we can get Tom to falsely remember stuff. So Tom, I'm going to give you a list of words and I believe there's 15 of them on each. Eight, nine, 10. Yep. Okay. So there's 15. So I'm going to give you two sets of, of 15 words each.
0: Okay.
1: Okay. Okay. And then we'll go on to the next step. So I'm going to read the first 15. There'll be about a 12 second break. And then we'll read the next 15.
0: Okay. <clears throat> and I'm just supposed to memorize these.
1: Yep. And you're supposed to remember them. Okay. Mad. Okay. Fear. Hate. Rage. Temper. Fury, ire, wrath, happy, fight, hatred, mean, calm, emotion, and rage.
0: So well, basically, my wait, afternoon.
1: Wait, wait. <laughs> stop it. <clears throat> the next set Table, sit. Legs, seat, couch, desk, recliner, sofa, wood, cushion, swivel, stool, sitting, rocking, bench. Okay. Now what I want you to do is, do you have a piece of paper there? Yep. Okay. I want you to try to write down as many of those as you can remember.
0: goodness sakes i you know mm, all right well i remembered about five a piece
1: okay <clears throat> you, 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 you want to do more thinking on or are you good with those five i
0: right, let's just go with this because i don't think i'm gonna remember more i mean i like if i sat here and racked my brain i might be able to squeeze <laughs> out another couple but that gets boring for entertainment purposes so okay
1: all right now why do you take that list and flip it over so you can't see it Okay. Are you ready? I'm gonna ask you words, and you're gonna tell me if they were in that list of words that I read or not. Not words you remember, just words that when I asked you okay. if you called me saying them. Okay. <clears throat> Mad. Mm-hmm. Temper.
0: I don't remember temper. Fight? Yes. Anger. Yes. Table. No, I don't remember table. Couch. I don't remember couch. Stool. I want to say stool is one. Chair. Yes. You have
1: completed your task, sir.
0: Was I correct?
1: We we uh, we, we were able to induce false memories
0: in you. Okay. So what did what did I not remember or remember? <clears throat>
1: well, let me explain a little bit more about the the test. I didn't want to get too much in detail until we conducted it with you. Okay. Um. So basically, what it is is um. It's considered a false memory paradigm. Some researchers consider DRM illusions to be based on the activation of semantic memory networks in the brain, and argue that such semantic just based false memory errors may actually be useful in some scenarios, um, and so basically, what it is is the list of words that I read all had something in common, so that your brain associated it with mm-hmm. that, um, and then I ask you, you know, did you hear this word? Do you remember? So I uh, ask you about anger. You said, yes, I never said anger.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: And I asked you about chair. You said, yes, I never said chair.
0: Okay. So it's weird because that's exactly how my brain was just like, I remember all those things associated and the, like, I specifically remember you said happy and calm, like in that first list of 15, because like, they stood out like everything else was about being mad. So when you said anger, I was like, oh yeah, that was one of them
1: yeah and that's exactly okay. what it's meant to do is yeah stimulate that false memory so we were we were at it actually worked really pretty well i was kind of impressed because i was trying not to hi- like hide my emotions because you can see me yeah when you said anger and you're like yeah but i'm like nope nope <laughs> didn't say that yeah much.
0: well and again in my head for just the briefest of a second i was like i remember like i've you know because rage wrath all that other stuff and i was like well i think that and then i was like is he already trying to trick me i was like nah he wouldn't do it on the first one. So I just like, it was like, ah oh, you must be right. Yeah, you're fine. But no, I, but the, the thing is, is it, it doesn't feel like a, like a card trick. Like I was like, oh yeah, I remember anger. Exactly. Just like, yeah. just like Jason saying, you know, couch and table were in there. It's weird. Cause my brain was like associating more like material. Like I remember we were talking about sitting things. Yep. But it was more like on wood, cloth, you know, stuff like that. Like the specific sitting apparatus, like my brain didn't lock onto. It was more like describing the stuff you would say is on a couch or on a chair.
1: So what words did you write down, just out of curiosity?
0: Uh happy calm, because those ones stood out. Okay. Uh rage. I wrote anger. <laughs> See? You made you did. You planted you planted the uh the thing anger fight and then another one was wood bench chair swivel
1: and again i didn't say chair then but you wrote down chair even
0: see oh my god oh it's terrible
1: so this is an actually a, a highly used cognitive uh task which basically does not and produce a gist-based false memory in human subjects again it's a very simplest form of it and it's not meant to be anything beyond just kind of proving how our brains sometimes do trick us and provide uh you know provide us with uh false memories basically so
0: yeah it is it is it is crazy and when you're the person getting administered you're like oh this feels weird you know what i felt like um if you ever seen the movie Ghostbusters like the original Ghostbusters the Bill Murray like yeah. the very first scene you see with yes. him where he's shocking the guy like I feel like that guy like you're about to shock me of course based on tonight that scene never happened and Bill Murray I was, was say, never in the Ghostbusters he he
1: so. never shocked anybody what are you talking about yeah it's like,
0: like, oh <laughs> crap that's it I'm just going to commit myself to a psych ward right now if you tell me Bill Murray never shocked that dude in Ghostbusters I'm like okay well there's nothing left for me to think about anymore so
1: well, on those notes, we were able to induce some false memories in Tom, and we always like to do some human experimentation on Tom, and it was fun to do that. So I appreciate your assistance with that, sir. Thank you. Um, and we're going to do some more interesting stuff next week. Um, should we go into a little bit what we're going to do, or should we just let we- them find out?
0: I, I don't know. I'm okay with us letting them find out because we also sometimes do squeeze something extra in. So I don't want them to think we're fibbing to them. The second thing though, is Ben, I am still, I am like still getting requests sent to me about people wanting more and more medical mysteries.
1: Well, then they need to send us some medical mysteries and we will do some investigation. And there are lots of other ones that we can look into. So we will get that on the docket, sir.
0: Um, I got an interesting message tonight from a person that listened to him in reverse order. Apparently they listened to the toxic lady and then they just found the diet love pass. And they're like, Holy crap. I thought, you know, or they knew about it. They're just like, man, you guys really made it interesting. And I was like, wow, thank you. It was like, it, it's still a really great feeling. And we've got, you know, props before on other episodes, but Man, the medical mysteries ones seem to really have rung a bell <laughs> with yeah. people. So
1: well, we will uh we'll work on some more of that and then we're gonna do some more continuing education episodes. We're
0: mm-hmm.
1: working tirelessly to get those courses built so we can get that information out to you and get some good CNE's built up for you while you're listening. You know, you're already listening to us, so you might as well get some credit for it, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean you're you're already being forcing yourself to listen to me so get something out of it while you're doing it
1: on all those notes hey sure tree check us out next week also we're gonna do some more fun stuff like i said um we're not gonna go into it but tune in it'll be fun um and it may involve pain and tom so we'll just leave it that
0: yeah people love tom and pain
1: on that note hey wash your damn hands wear your damn mask when you're supposed to get your damn vaccine have a great week
0: Hey, everybody, stay safe out there.
1: Practice swearing just to pass the time. Lately, I see why I am alone. I caught some road, rich, and I thought of you. And all the many times you say I should have known. Talk a fast. About-
0: The